This is CliffCentral.com. It's the Gilmore T vibe with your host, Gilmore T, on CliffCentral.com every Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Central African time. Elections in Zimbabwe have been an experience and an ever surprising one, especially since the year 2000, with many surprises, many inconsistencies, and as such, this has had a huge effect on the ordinary Zimbabwean and their personal decision whether to vote or not to vote. 2018 is yet another election year and feelings are mixed about the whole process, about taking part in it, and the popular sentiment is, if you do not vote, then do not complain. To vote or not to vote? Complacency or hope? Hmm, that is the question. Let's talk them. This past week in politics, President Robert Gabriel Mugabe addressed the National Council of Chiefs in Zimbabwe's second largest city, Goblawayo. In an interview, National Council of Chiefs President Chief Fortune Charumbira said, Now that we have elections next year, the conference discussed how chiefs can help to ensure peace prevails before, during and after the elections. Commenting on the same forum, Major General Moyo of the Defense Forces said, People should vote for candidates of their choice but should always vote for an organization that has people at heart. He went on to say, and I quote, We are a peaceful country and our job as uniformed forces and chiefs is to ensure that this country maintains the stability that it has been enjoying. I find that interesting. And what I actually find more interesting is that the chiefs walked away with brand new cars. <laughs> That's very interesting. <laughs> and then you take a pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, look at it this way. From a major general urging people to vote yeah. out of their own will to then telling them, this is a major general, yeah, yeah. telling them which... But in, you should always vote for an organization. Look at that. <laughs> to chiefs being given cars. Come on. This is this is sort of... By, chiefs have been very influential. No, they are. They in are. Rural, rural areas... Listen to my Ndebele rural. No, it's okay. R- yeah, rural it's areas, not our language. you know, uh, <laughs> they've been very, very instrumental yeah. since before independence mm-hmm. till now. They've been very influential and people have a lot of faith in their chiefs. Yeah, they do. They you do. know, and so a chief with a brand new car coming from a certain organization <laughs> that is a certain people at heart oh, yes. going back to their rural setting. Talk to the people. Yeah, of I course. I think the mathematic. Yeah. Automatic. I mean, also, I mean, when the ministers are actually not on ground, the people that are on ground are the chiefs. Yes. They're your local authorities. So mm-hmm. obviously, their voice is more stronger, or it's much stronger rather than the ministers themselves. Yeah, uh, chiefs' voices. I mean, chiefs are traditional leaders. Yeah, they are. And we are a people of tradition, mm. people of culture. Mm. You know, this is who we are first yeah. before we go into the politics and the ministers and the stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 the the law in rural areas is upheld by the chiefs. Of course, yeah. You know, any issue, the chief settles it. Yeah. You want land, the chiefs gives you. You know, and things like that. Land. So that's how powerful the chiefs are. 
but we must commend other children's hustle. You know, their campaigns are outstanding, isn't it? <laughs> I will not speak. <laughs> you shall not speak. And we will speak on in sports. You know, the West Indies are surging ahead of Zimbabwe in cricket at Queen's Sports Club. Things are not looking good for the national cricket team and Zimbabwe is struggling to keep up with the West Indies. I just wonder how they would actually keep up against the best Indies, you know. <laughs> not throwing any shade. <laughs> I mean, because our, our, our national team has been struggling coming from cricket, from soccer. I think almost every sport we are, we keep struggling. I don't know why. Uh, well, it's obvious. I mean, uh, in Zim, we would like to be at par with the rest of the world, yeah. but uh, we haven't yet. We had at some point, but we haven't yet put in the amount of work that we need to put in, you know, to be at that par. I mean, uh, for example, I, I went to this cricket match. Oh, you did? The, yeah, the first test. Well done. Uh, the, the West Indies uniform was white, sparkling okay. white. And ours? Like bleach. Ours was dark white. Is the color code dark white or there's khaki? <laughs> no, no, it's white. You know, is that, you know, you know, when you, when you, 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 you overuse and wash, overwash a white t-shirt. Like, chick is not working. <laughs> you know, I mean, from the uniform, you already, the gloom began there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, that's Some true. of the players were trying very well. Mm. They tried their best. Some of them have scored centuries. Uh, right Sam. now and, you know, and things like that, you know, but there is a whole <laughs> lot of it, politics in there when it comes to the sport. Yeah, and I feel yeah, we sure. should really invest. Yeah, we need to. We in need these to. beautiful sports, mm -hmm. in these talented men mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. women, mm -hmm. you know, invest in them and not just expect them to go out there on empty stomachs and perform miracles. <laughs> or look like clowns. You if know. you had to be the coach of the national uh, cricket team of Zimbabwe, mm. what would you do? What would you change, actually? I'm, I'm not sure the coach can do much right now. The coach can only do so much. Uh, who's the coach, Makandini? Yes. Very and he's now back on, on the national team, no? Uh, Not like as a player, but as an advisor or something. As an advisor, as a consultant, maybe. Uh, but you're talking about two talented yeah. players who made their mark, Makandini, in South Africa. It's streak here. Mm -hmm. They made their mark. They re but they can only do so much if there is already a shaky foundation yeah, to know, everything. They can put so many skills, but I think we need a lot to do administratively in no, but, all sports. No, that's it. That's it. But of course, we have to give a round of applause to uh, the hashtag Zim versus WI, which was training at number one throughout the entire week, like number one. And I mean, if only our team could actually rank number one and we should stop having these, uh, victorious and victories on social media and on virtual platforms. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, that, that, that's us. That's Zim, you know. First and foremost, I think data, you know, data is cheap. You think data is cheap? I think data is cheap Dude, because I buy we... data and it finishes after like a day <laughs> or maybe because I'm, I'm on too many platforms. You are know. like, you know, you are like, you've got 10 hands there. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> I, I think for Zim, that's become our uh, social media has become our fantasy. Yeah, there's so yeah. many things happening in our reality. We are out there on social that. media, fulfilling certain things, painting a certain image of ourselves, mm. which to a certain extent is very good because, uh, you know, we, we can imagine beyond our messed up realities. Yeah. yeah you know, and so. trend that way, you know, and, and be out there like that. 
Yeah, and trended number one. On Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> and moving on in entertainment, the Kasulaga National Bride Day was held at the Old Hararian Sports Club with 15,000 cages of meat being consumed. 15,000! I, I mean, can't, I can't even, how many cows was that? I don't know. One cow was that even legal? Like, like <laughs> killing so many cows. No, you know, kill city. cows, you slaughter them though. Well, they are dead at the end of the day. <laughs> you don't kill a cow. Not a kill, put down. I don't know what word you want to use. But I mean, the event was amazing. Actually, mm-hmm. it was incredible. I mean, so many people came through despite the fact that it was extremely cold that weekend. It was. It was like so cold, yeah, but that... you know, it was, it was amazing. People went through, I mean, there's fire, obviously, so you get to warm up, I guess. I'm sure the meat also. <laughs> the meat also like, you know, had a contributing factor, a lot of protein. I have to bring some meat to you into your house because you look like you need more meat in your life. <laughs> Despite what you already have. I'm so a you, veggie person. Oh, you are a veg all of a sudden. Yes. Oh, wow. That's nice. Um, but it was nice seeing people like Amara Brown, Andy Murizo, Winky T, and of course, Jar Prezer headlining the event. And, uh, it seems like people had so much fun. But talking about the award-winning musician Japreza, he has been making headlines throughout the week. Apparently, Japreza ran for dear life at a cemetery on Tuesday when mourners accused him of not taking care of his late bodyguard attack, uh, bodyguard and they attacked him. Some people were voicing out on why he felt the need to contribute to the funeral instead of looking after his bodyguard. Uh, I have like a different take on that because I always feel like in society we always feel entitled to certain things from somebody who has made it or someone who's got more money than us. What are your thoughts around that? Uh, unfortunately, that comes with success. Yeah, but then as Africans, where do we draw the line from saying, listen, uh, it's not, it's not God. It's not him who took this person's life away, you know. It was his time, so they had to go home. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess my point being, I'm not justifying. Okay. I mean, I, I feel for Japraza. I, I mean, he's a, he's an artist who's really worked hard to be where he is and he's Without doing very voice, well. That's fine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing very well, honestly, you know, and, and, and so society is going to expect so much from him. To society, it doesn't make sense how somebody you work with, mm-hmm. you know, can end up like that. Whether, you know, in terms of success wise, or maybe, I don't know, maybe get a pauper's burial (laughs) while you are, you know, doing well. So the issue is always going to be, you know, we're working together. You are looking healthy and well, Mm -hmm. and I'm looking like I'm in squalor. You know, but he contributed to the, to the burial, though he tried. I mean, it, it it was not like he was not meant to do it, but he did it because of the whole Ubuntu thing that we all tried to put on our backs. Yes, but now people are going around and saying, "No, contribute to the life and not the death." But still, he couldn't give him more life because he's not the creator of these lives that we all have. Of course, I understand that, but I mean, the, the, I, I suppose the point being, if you are working with an ignorant person, you're working with me and I'm ignorant. Because we, we don't know how, why, how that situation came about. Yeah, yeah, Is it yeah. because of the bodyguard's personal choices mm. that were not well, you know, thought out and didn't work well for him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so society is going to stand there and assume these things like, okay, this guy is successful, this guy is not successful. Mm. So this guy is taking advantage of that guy. Even though he may have been, Ja may have been doing 
will by the guy. Ja, you make him sound like he's your homie, like Ja, what's up? Ja, Rastafari. <laughs> That's a stereotype. <laughs> you were talking about society, and talking about society, the headmistress of Girls College in Bulawayo, Zimbabwe, Mrs. Elros, has been accused of passing racist remarks towards the black students at the school. A petition has been making the rounds to be taken to the Ministry of Education once it reaches 1,500 signatures. Did you actually sign the petition? I did. I, I did. saw it all over social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's beyond 2,000 now. Yeah, it should be beyond. But why was it important for you to sign that petition, actually? Well, for me, first and foremost, it's an issue that is very close to my heart. Mm-hmm. I've got two girls, Fish, got yeah. their natural hair. Mm-hmm. And I can imagine somebody at school saying things like the headmistress has said, we have said mm-hmm. to girls. I mean... As, 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 as with young girls uh, or as a people africans mm-hmm. we come from a long history of our beauty being deprived from us always you always, know yeah. in the slightest way in the most gruesome of ways mm-hmm. and so the reason why i signed the petition is i know how dangerous you know such a person with our children but it's 2017 guys like mrs elros exactly. come on like all these years, what have you been doing? I mean, all the, I mean, look at that. 2017, this is 37 years down the line from independence and you still have somebody who thinks like that. Ish. I think it's just, she's, she's toxic to our, to our environment. Very she's toxic. toxic to our community. Mm-hmm. And whatever people decide, whether the, the, the parents or the students, I think they're justified. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're justified. But anyway, the petition reads, we all feel the racist remarks and behavior by Mrs. L. Ross, the headmistress at Girls College Bulawayo, Zimbabwe. I have to read it like nice so that you get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so it goes on to say, towards the black majority in school must be addressed. Our girls are feeling infuriated, iskiwa bra, and diminished by her comments, conducts, and systems, and are afraid to speak out because of the snitching system that she has implemented at the school. I like that aspect though. Mm-hmm. Like at least she's keeping something together. We are all affected at, uh, as it is our sisters, our cousins, our friends, and our children, if not that have been directly made to feel inferior because of our skin color and our beautiful God-given hand. Our forefathers fought just so we wouldn't have to feel this way. You can't tell a child that her hair takes away her beauty or ask a child if she keeps drugs in her hair. It's revolting to say the least. Our country does not take racism lightly. Therefore, we want a public apology from her and she should also be removed from the position of headmistress. Enough is enough. So one it is. So said the people. Yeah, uh, first and foremost, you like that she keeps a snitching system. I mean, it's a sisterhood, right? <laughs> snitching is snitching, Gilmo. Snitching is snitching. No. It is not to be accepted. <laughs> but a- a- anyway, uh, uh, I think I- I'm not sure about the laws precisely. Yeah. But it's going to be. I think it's going to be difficult for. With this request for the head to be removed from the position of headmistress, yeah, considering this is a private school, it is. If a this private was school. a government school, city council school, mm. it would have been simpler. Yeah. But I'm not sure about 
the procedures and all that and because how. That was, that was my question. Because from what I know, the government or the Minister of Education has got such a hold on government-owned schools or mm-hmm. public schools. But for private schools, decisions are usually made by a board of parents or whatever they're called that uh, help to run the school. Uh, I think it's the SDA, right? Should, should be called be. the SDA that run the school. So you find that in many cases, when you're even doing a project, when you go to private schools, it's easier for you to do projects in high in private schools than when you go to public high schools. You have to go through the ministry, get clearance, mm-hmm. and all that process. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much influence the Minister of Education can ha- can have actually on. But this also situation. the other issue is the fact that this has been going on with said parents present. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether the parents have been trying to do anything, but the fact that if you understand your your position as a parent uh, You understand your, your power as a parent Such things should not be going on I feel like the parents have also been negligent This is why this issue has ended up On social media Which, which is, is good No, it's good, good. Because we find out we, we, we've, we, we've pointed out Somebody who's been wronging people Children yeah, behind of it. But then it's bad in the sense that under the watchful eye of the parents, the committee, SDA or SDC, not sure what they call it in private schools. But <laughs> it's the same all across. <laughs> Don't stereotype again. It's the same yeah, all across. All right. Anyway, but now the thing that it, this was going on, and I'm sure it's been going on for a while. It, yeah, I'm sure. It's said, but it's said also because the parents. It means that there's also corruptions among uh, corruption. Amongst the parents Because you find that nowadays If you're receiving something At two dollars from somebody You never feel like you need to say anything If they feed you or if they do favors for you You won't say anything So possibility is parents have been Just quiet And they see these things but they wouldn't voice out Because they're getting favors from it Possible yeah, uh, w- w- you know, one of the things that I've, I've seen, I've experienced with schools, also in Zim particularly, you know, in other countries, you have schools begging you, asking you to bring your children to them. Yeah, Whereas in Zim, Oof. you are treated as if, you know what, if you ain't happy with the system here, hit the road, Jack. <laughs> you know? Do you need to play the song after that? <laughs> <laughs> and because of that, that is a bearing. Parents really do not know how to handle issues to the point that they compromise the well-being of their children. Yeah, but also I think our parents are not paying attention to things that are happening exactly. around our children. Because exactly. we're, we're busy hustling. Uh, young people are hustling, parents are hustling, and they forget that there's children. Exactly. So it's exactly. Sad. Something needs to be done about this issue. Something needs to be done about this headmistress, mm-hmm. you know, who's trying to return us to a colonial era that we've long <laughs> gone past. You know, we don't need to be going back there. Right, engage with us on our social media platforms. The hashtag is GTWE vibe. And of course, you can tweet us at GilmoreTWE and at CliffCentral.com. Let's talk voting in Zimbabwe. You know, it's really commendable that young people are standing up for themselves and voicing out in whichever little or huge way, like what just happened with this racist remarks that are being made by a headmistress at Girls College in Bulawayo, Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe as a country is currently going through this registration phase with quite some effort being put to encourage citizens to register so that they can vote come 2018 elections. 
you know, at times elections seem to be an elusive thing in Africa with many of them in different countries being contested. Each time they're okay. I mean, look at Kenya, Rwanda, Uganda, ETC. And of course, Zimbabwe itself is no saint with the number of previous elections being contested beyond the results being announced. So come 2018, we will be going through an election period and with an approximate population of 14 0.5 million Zimbabweans and over 50% of that population being young people, we basically have a lot of work to do as young people of Zimbabwe. So tonight we are talking about voting and young people in Zimbabwe. How important is it for young people to partake in voting and in reshaping their own future? How many of these young people are planning to vote or rather have even registered to vote? What are they hoping to, what are they actually hoping for post elections in 2018? And besides, looking at our previous record, do elections change much, if anything at all? So we spoke to a number of young people who gave us their perspectives on these issues, and you are listening to the Gilmore T Vibe on Cliff Central. Let's talk Zim. I'm definitely voting in 2018. I'm actually a first-time voter, and I'm really excited about it. First, because um, by me voting, I'm actually saying that as a young person in Zimbabwe, as a citizen of Zimbabwe, I'm taking responsibility of the type of leader that I want from member of parliament level right up to the presidential level. So I think by actually having that responsibility and actually taking action to elect leaders, in my country, I'm actually saying that I am able to bring them to account later on when they're actually doing their duty where I'm saying that we elected you into office what are you doing about that so I think my vote then gives me access to that um, platform where I can bring to account the leaders that we elect and I think it's something that every young person in Zimbabwe should do where you're realizing that the system in Zimbabwe depends on your action and your responsibility. Yes I am voting because I'm of age and it is my right and I want to exercise my right. I want to be able to hold leaders accountable and by voting I have the right to complain if anything goes wrong. Am I going to vote in the 2018 election in Zimbabwe and why? Well the answer to that is no, I'm not going to vote. I feel like the current candidates do not appeal to me personally and second of all I view them all as opportunists not people who really want to evoke change in Zimbabwe and lastly I'm not going to vote because the candidate I want or I would like to see is not running for the elections yet. To me personally I need I need change yeah I think uh, it's important for me to vote and so that my voice can be heard one has to vote as a way of taking charge of the future. If I don't vote, what that means is that I'm disengaging from everything else, economically, socially, and every other way. I'm disengaging from everything that affects me. Voting means I'm taking charge of my future. 2018, I'm voting because I feel it's my right to do so. I'm an active citizen of the country. It's important that one has to vote. I'm also a prospective candidate for 2018 because we need the transition. We're young people also. 
involved in the daily making of decisions right from grassroots to communities up to national. If I don't vote, then it means I will have given up my civic duty to somebody to do that for me. Very exciting to see young Zimbabweans taking control of their spaces and going out there to register and being a part of selecting those that they want to represent them and also being those that they that want to represent others also in the society. Have you registered? So no. Why? Why though? Uh, being in Zim, thirty-four years. That uh, old, yeah. I'm that old. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I've come to believe elections don't change anything. Really. I don't, I don't believe elections actually change governments or change the situation economically, politically, socially. So what changes then? Uh, elections don't do that because you're assuming that you need to sort of like change, uh, uh, the powers and maybe have a different mind and things like that. Yeah. I, I like to believe as Africans, we should have also set our own political system as opposed to picking up what our colonizers left behind for us because we are just you know swimming in the mud with this system look at africa right through in uganda people are throwing blows at each other because of a presidential term and this is something that came from elsewhere whereas if we had stuck to systems that are infused with our cultures this is a long shot of course but if we had stuck to such systems or created our own systems like a monarchy monarchy maybe we're used to that i don't know some people prefer, prefer democracy some people are actually living well in monarchies yes yeah, so i mean the netherlands is under a monarchy the uk the yeah. is under a monarchy <laughs> oh the uk has been under a monarchy you know for a long time yeah and they're the first world countries that are moving forward they have their issues they have a lot of issues but at the end of the day at least they live in a system where things work for them yeah true mm-hmm. so we have to find ways of, of of making things work for us rather that we need to find um solutions for ourselves as africans as africans yes but also i have a i have a problem because right now as i'm sitting here i, I don't even have access to my member of parliament as in like before these people get into power before they get these positions they are easily accessible to us as young people so they come to us they talk to us we run around yes we throw panties we throw things around for them because they want <laughs> you're crazy about panties <laughs> I'm crazy about panties but <laughs> because they want us to vote for them but the moment they get into power they are not easily accessible so I mean how can we deal with that also because that also makes me think should i vote or should i should i even go register first of all i mean for for me to begin with uh voting has to come uh, from you wanting to vote for an idea not a yeah. person okay okay see people come through carrying ideas mm. that's my perspective mm-hmm. they come through with ideas a person may go away a person may fail Mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm, idea lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so far, when I look at Zim, no one embodies an idea that I can pick up and say, this man's idea, this woman's idea, yeah, this yeah, person's yeah, idea, yeah, you know, is worth taking up. Even if this person may falter somewhere down the line, mm-hmm. the idea is still valuable. Mm-hmm. I still run with it. Mm-hmm. You see? So and we don't have that in Zimbabwe at the moment. We don't have that. So that's why oh, wow. even right now, your, your, your MPs, these are people who just show up 
to you on the eve of an election and you know throw alcohol at you throw free t-shirts at you and you go and you put an x and <laughs> after that they're in office and you never hear from them until the yeah. eve of yeah. the yeah. next election <laughs> then they'll come back again you know that kind of thing and also largely accessibility you not accessing your councillor your mp hmm. might also be uh you know a shortcoming on your part Really? Might also be a shortcut on your part. Because if you ask young people in Zim, do you know your, your, your councillor? Do you know your member of parliament? Very few of us know of the, of, of those people. We know of them when they need us to support them. But fella said, who no, no, go no. Meaning you knowledge yourself. You find out. It will not be my first time to vote. 2008 I did vote. 2013 I did vote. So. I am an active citizen. I'll vote again even in 2023. I would also encourage my fellow young Africans to register in their respective countries to vote. No, it's my first time. It's your first time? Yeah. Why did you vote before? <laughs> Actually, uh, I didn't see the need until I got to a point that I, I felt the pain of being a Zimbabwean. Never voted before because I did not understand the importance of voting. Um, I did not understand the implications of voting or not voting. In the environment that I grew up in, were not taught. It was not spoken about the importance of voting as young people. It was basically, it was, it's politics. And if you involve yourself in politics, you're going to get what's coming to you. So it was just brushed up under the carpet and we're expected to live life as normal and not to engage. Um, I did not really follow governance issues. They didn't matter to me. I didn't understand. So I never, I've never voted before. This is the first time where I'm actually an eligible voter, which is why I made it a point that when the registration was open, I was actually one of the first people to register to vote. I've never voted before largely because I've been away from Zimbabwe since the time I was 18 years old and I recently just got back. The minute I got my ID, I think voting was the one thing that excited me the most. Yes, I have voted. I think I voted three times in my entire life, but yeah, I have voted. To vote or not to vote, that is the question. So after listening to these young people talk on voting and them being young people in Zimbabwe, it got me thinking of so many things, like questions such as, is politics a taboo? And what is politics exactly? And what measures are we taking to counter the 4.5 million Zimbabweans that are living in the diaspora? How can we get them to be a part of determining their own future and participating in the voting processes. And also, is having a country's ID not good enough for one to easily register and also vote? These are just many, many, many other questions. Sorry, Loelia, I sense that you are very frustrated. Very frustrated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think everybody who lives in, in a particular space would like to get a sense of growing up uh-huh. You know, when I was growing up, they were, we were told, do you pass mm-hmm. at school? Mm-hmm. You become somebody, you become something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm one of those children who worked hard at that. And yet after finishing school, after being intelligent, after passing, after it all never meant anything. All right, yeah. 
you know, it didn't mean anything. I couldn't afford to further my education. Nobody could afford to further my education. Things like that. And so I like to think of the many, the multitudes of young Zimbabweans mm -hmm. who have to go through such a life. We have to feel that. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to, you, you've got a talent, you've got a dream, you've got a mind, you've got, you know, you work hard, you are a sports person, you are all these things and yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't mean anything imagine the frustration you know that comes with that at one point i thought maybe things are not okay in the bedroom i was just like are you sexually frustrated <laughs> that too <laughs> <laughs> but what, okay is politics taboo actually i mean the sex part we can leave it you're frustrated but is politics taboo it shouldn't have to be. It's made to seem that way in Zim, but it should not have to be. You know, in uh, everything is politics. Yes. From the simplest matter to the biggest matter. There's politics in households too. Everything is yeah. politics. And unfortunately, politicians do not like being stood up to. And mm. because of that, they've made it seem like, you know what, you talk politics, you shouldn't, they, they say it. You should not enter politics. You should not enter, leave politics to politicians. But no, politics is for everybody. Mm -hmm. Aristotle said it is the highest level of thought. Everybody in a country thinks. You yeah, know, we yeah, think on it, many that's levels. It. That's it. That's and it. so we should engage, mm. you know, in politics. That's how we build nations. That's how we, we move forward. You are preaching. You are preaching. With so many uh, prophets around Zimbabwe, you should be one of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, no. this is your next career right now. <laughs> you know, a few young people are actually running for MP and councillors in, uh, in in Zimbabwe right now, which is exciting. I think it's, it's exciting, exciting to see young people coming up and being that. Um, but let's talk about the registration process because I understand that prior people were complaining that you couldn't just register with your own ID. Like when you take your ID, they start asking for many other things like... Um, you need to bring a proof of residence and the proof of residence needs to be in your name. Have we dealt with that already or have you heard anything about it? No, uh, I'm here to go and register. Like I said, I've decided, uh, you know, I'm going to just register and closer to elections, I'll have a better decision. Yes. You know, so I haven't had to experience that. Mm -hmm. But then if they are going to ask young people for proof of residence, how many people on houses have... have own houses have Firstly. have bills, mm, you mm, know, mm. Are come in their name, you know, because from a particular time in Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. people could not buy houses. Yeah, only the the, the 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 rich or people who are making large sums of money, one way or the other, are able to buy houses. I used to think I would own a house of my own uh, from the time I was twenty one, because back then the city council. In Blawa, you had a plan for people. You know, they mm. built Nkulumani based on planning for people's different wages. That's why mm -hmm. you've got two-roomed houses, three-roomed houses. Yes. Four yes. They understood the, the wage brackets of different people, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and I, I because of that, I was hopeful. By mm -hmm. 21, I should be working towards paying for my own house. Yeah, yeah. I'm 34. But maybe um, the dream is not yet, you know, dead. You, you just need to hold, to hold on to something. I guess. I, I suppose so. I because suppose. I mean, look at it now with so much energy with young people, all these young people we're talking to and they're showing so much energy in terms of registering and actually going to vote. We, uh, we, we sort of like take about 50% plus of the population in Zimbabwe. Yes. So meaning we're almost there. We're heading somewhere, I guess. 
I'm we just are, being hopeful, I guess. I suppose that's all we have left as Zimbabweans hope. If we lose that, I think we would be done for any... I'm glad, as much as I might be, you know, frustrated and all that, I'm glad there's, there's somebody to take that energy forward, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is, I suppose, what we need right now mm-hmm. on many levels in our country. Mm-hmm. You know, which is why I, I was saying I commend these young people, their energy, yeah. them going out there. If anything... You know, they might just mess around and inspire me as well. Yes, yes. You yes, know, that yes. kind of thing. And imagine the number of other frustrated people who could be inspired because a young person who just got their ID says, you know what? I'm, I'm going to vote. I'm not waiting mm-hmm. for anything. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of, I think that's what we need right now. That's what we need. Inspiration we need. amongst one another as well. Mm-hmm. That's, that's mm-hmm. very important. There we have it, young people inspiring the world and inspiring the rest of Zimbabwe to take action. Let's talk Zim. I believe that votes do, do influence political landscape in our country, in our own communities. For example, if you take people that we elected to lead the city council, they've let us down, so it means we voted the wrong people. So if we vote for the right people, then we'll have a proper city. I believe votes do change. Look at people like Holtam Zambi, one of the finest MPs who later became a minister. Look at Professor Jonathan Moyo. Exceptional young people were doing well. So I believe that votes are good. Also look at our new referendum that we had in, in, in with regards to the new constitution. We did vote for it. Do I believe elections can change anything in Zimbabwe? Of course, I do. Elections only work if the individuals being voted for are individuals that can actually effectively evoke positive change in Zimbabwe. We've inherited the statement that says your vote doesn't count and everyone justifies it by saying that for the past 37 years they've been voting in Zimbabwe and no change, no visible change has been seen. So you discover that from a percentage of young people probably above 50% that are eligible to vote, normally you get less than that registering to vote and even worse, actually showing up to vote. So then of the day, we just inherit a statement that says your vote doesn't count, but the truth is you didn't vote. I believe elections can change anything, actually. Elections have molded governments. Elections have brought about peace. I can think of several countries where elections have had a positive impact in their political stability and their economic And because of that, I believe if we use certain toolkits used by established democracies in the spirit of elections, yes, I do believe it can bring about positive change in Zimbabwe. I hope elections bring better leadership, better governance for people. I hope they bring um, positive change in that, um, you know, we... We get people who are more patriotic, more dedicated, and who are going to involve young people in issues of governance and and um, you know people who are more assertive, people who are more um, diligent in their work, people who are more concerned about citizens rather than enriching their pockets. I hope it brings transparency and accountability on the table 
for the betterment of Zimbabwe and for the betterment of future generations. I strongly believe that elections give people a voice and they are a reflection of what we think and of where we are as a society. Yes, at times it may not be in our favor. Yes, it may be in our favor. But at the end of the day, when we vote, election, the results become a reflection of what we think. To be honest with you, uh, I'm hoping for a change. Uh, though I, I don't know about the facts of the day. Yeah. But um, I'm hoping this time, if if us as, as Zimbabwean can vote for a change, uh, maybe for probably for a positivity, we might uh, we might change the situation of Zimbabwe. We know the answer of every struggle that we have. Yeah. 2018, I want fresh blood. We want youth representation. For saying Ministry of Youth, we want young people there. We're saying that we need a lot of those young people because they bring in innovation. Right now, they are older people. They don't know what we want. They can't package those policies to suit us as young people. So I really think that youth representation should be um, in 2018. Indeed, we need fresh blood and new people to come in and take control. This is my belief. Where there's a problem, that's where the solution is. And I always feel like we don't need to copy and paste other people's uh, solutions to problems. We need to come up with our own solutions that will work for us because we are the only people that know our struggle and we can only find the answers to our struggle as people. But at the same time, um, it gets me thinking on... Let's make use of uh, the social media. Let's make use of technology because, you know, we're using the, what's it called, the biometric uh, voters registration. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've used that to register young people, to register everybody else that's just not young, to collect information from people. So why are we not using those systems again to allow those that are in the diaspora to vote? Because we can't waste these four point something million Zimbabweans living abroad, Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I agree in the sense that uh, many of these Zimbabweans are abroad mm-hmm. not because it's their first choice, yeah, but because know, they're to seek out a certain living. But then again, I would say for, you know, for, I don't know if I can call it fairness, Yeah, people should be able to register online. Yeah, they should be. But then how do you control hacking and all that? People know, should be able to register things. online. But on the day of elections, every Zimbabwean who wants to vote should be in Zimbabwe voting. That's but, my thought. But then are we going to be able to accommodate all these other people? Because already we're like, we're still like, maybe there's 12 million people remaining in Zimbabwe and then there's about four point something after. Remember, there's, these people also have produced kids. <laughs> but now my, my point, I think, comes from the fact that, you know, if you are out there in Europe and there is a wedding for your brother, you get on a plane, you get a plane because it's that important yeah, to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, I so mean, for everybody else who's an eligible voter in Zimbabwe, for them to not be making too many up and downs because plane tickets are expensive, mm-hmm. be able to register online. And then but and on the day of the election, fly out here. This is an important, if not more important than your brother's wedding. <laughs> we are actually talking about the future of a country. We're actually exactly, talking about exactly, building exactly. a once glorious country. Of course, I would not come. Uh, I would not pay more than one point five to go to my brother's wedding. I mean, that's a lot of money. I'd rather send it and they can use it there. But 
voting is very important and we need to partake in building our own future as a nation and as a people. I'm afraid I agree. <laughs> You're afraid you agree. So join the conversation on social media platforms. The hashtag is GTWE vibe and tweet me at Gilmore TWE and also tweet us at cliffcentral.com. Would love to hear your thoughts on young people in Zimbabwe and voting and also in your country if you're listening from another country. But for now, here is five minutes with sugar. So, for those that don't know what MTV Sugar is all about, it is an African drama series that explores on how Africans across the continent are getting exposed to HIV AIDS, but above all, how we can live an HIV-free generation, free from stigma, and also open to sharing prevention information all across the African continent. And young people are doing that through the drama series and also the radio series. So, here is MTV Sugar just sharing on how we can be a generation with control. Welcome to MTV Sugar Down South. This is Bongi Story. The truth is, I really don't want to be here. I mean, I was happy where I was. Lagos had been good to me, you know. So there I was at Joburg Airport trying to accept what I couldn't change. And who do I bump into? My friend, Femi. <laughs> I was so happy to see him. Femi? Femi! Oh my god! Bongi, look at you! The last time I checked you in Lagos. My parents started a new business in Rwanda. So I'm back here in Zenzel with my aunt until they settled. And wow. I haven't been back in five years. <laughs> but it's okay, you'll be fine. Home is home. And you, what are you doing in Joburg? Oh, um, <clears throat> well, I'm the new music promoter for Club Surge at Bronte and uh, I didn't say it right, right? You mean Bromfontein? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Bromfontein, yeah. We caught up, swapped numbers, the promise to meet up soon. I was looking for stability. I'm so glad I got you here with me. It's ecstasy when you're next to me. Never stressing me. My aunt is so happy to have me home, but she treats me like the 12-year-old she remembers, not the 17-year-old woman I've become. Oh, shame, sweet. Jet lag. You know what? I'll finish. Go and sleep so that when you wake up, you're nice and fresh and your cousins are here to see you. Hi. Yes, and I met a friend at the airport. So I thought I'm going to go later on a Bromfontein. How long you have to I thought this is time for you to be with your family. But, Andy, I'm stuck here all year. I need to I can see the family anytime. Stuck here? We missed you. I missed you guys too, Andy. But I'm 17 now. I need to, I can make my own decisions. Mom. 17 is still a child. My sister trusted me to look after you, and that's something I take very seriously, Bongi. Ah. Someone save me from my life. Look back to life all night. Twelve years when no place stay. Mama let me go so young. That story ain't much say. Thank God for my old friend Reggie. In no time we chatting like old times. He was still the same. He introduced me to his new friends. This is Bongi guys. One of my oldest friends. Oldest oh. friend? Oh. Yeah, exactly. Long before any of you guys got your extension three, but my figures old. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah guys, we've been friends for long, yes. When I bought a fish paste sandwich, I'm in primary school. True, 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 true. Still eats that. Dude! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's brain food, I keep telling you. Brain guys. food, brain food. Bump brain jam. <laughs> Just when I started thinking maybe Zenzele isn't so bad after all, things took a turn for the worse. So you're a free agent then, huh? A single lady. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that single, but... <laughs> Come on, Tomazana. Why are you trying to be like that? In Zamuba friend in Germany. Kumabuye, aga puni, upagin a pause. So accept and move on. Exactly. And qualify, boy. I don't know what it is, but I don't feel like I belong in Zenzele anymore. I wanted to go where I felt like I belong. Can I, I think I'm going to bounce, eh? Going to see Femi in Bramfontein. Really now? Are you sure? Yeah. Yes, yeah, the has got nothing on Lagos. So there I was, walking down Mandela Bridge like I owned the place. In a few minutes, I'd be with my friend Femi, and I'd feel like I was back in Lagos. But then... I never did get to see Femi that day. All I got for my efforts was a cut on the cheek and a stolen cell phone. So much for Josie having nothing on Lagos, ne? This growing up business is so confusing. You take a risk, you're rewarded or punished. Why are the stakes so high? I mean, how are you supposed to know what's right for you? Let's just hope I've learned my lesson. Trying to get my paper up, I know what I want. Want my fam cool, buy my mom that crib with a nice food. Get my sis that cheap, and tonight we gon' eat. 20 bottles, tons of weed, and you know it's all me. It's all me. Yeah. It's all me. That's all me. Yeah. It's all me. That's all me. Yeah. It's all me. It's all me. It's all me. It's all me. That was MTV Sugar sharing some information on HIV and AIDS this coming week in Zimbabwe. So, finally, Zoto Abantu is coming to Zimbabwe and she will be performing in Harare at an official opening of the private lounge. I guess she'll be performing with underwear this time. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's like messing up her brand. <laughs> so her brand is underless. Underwear. How do you say it? Underwearless. Underwearless. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's cool. I mean, we're looking forward to seeing her come through. And also, in other news, the minister, Superman Duanzila, urges that nurses' salaries be reviewed as they play a pivotal role in the health service delivery system. So we're expecting another reshuffle in terms of salaries for nurses, hopefully for teachers too, because they also play a pivotal role in our education. Yes, uh, basically uh, quite an amount of civil servants, but I think... For many years also civil servants have been put at the forefront and everybody yeah, yeah. else who's a part of this economy and country has been neglected because yeah. there's a lot of people out there who really need a boost. Yeah, no, know? but the health system is very important. The health, 
Yes, definitely. And uh, just, you know, something that we're expecting again this coming week is possibilities like everybody in Zimbabwe or every artist in Zimbabwe is going to be releasing an album this coming week. Like everybody. Everybody, (laughs) including yourself. (laughs) I might have an album coming out. I might have a photo album coming out. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we have Amara Brown, MC Cheetah, Live in Blood launch. That's something we're expecting this week. Mm-hmm. And possibly there might be another album. You never know. Mango album. Yeah. She's album. You never know. <laughs> no, but special mention to Manta Temlocho for joining us in Kosana Mazivisa, Tapiwa Kupfua, George Masarire, Dean Bebe, and Kanyeze Tumalunga. They contributed immensely to this episode. Immensely. To this show, rather. To this show. Yeah, we shouldn't call it an episode. It's not on TV. Yes. You know what TV does to you? It messes up with your brains. I think it's still an episode. It's still an episode? Yeah. Yeah, no, but thank you for tuning in. So let's keep the conversation going on social media platforms, on your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter. The hashtag is GTWE Vibe. You can also tweet me at Gilmore T and at Cliff Central Com. Where can they get a hold of you, Torello? At uh, Gilmore T. <laughs> <laughs> At Umela P. <laughs> no, but thank you for listening to the Gilmore T vibe here on Cliff Central, where we are talking all things as Zimbabwe. We close with something rare, something fresh, something you have never heard. Hope to be with you again next week, Friday at 6 p.m. right here on Cliff Central. My name is Gilmore T, the global citizen. Until next time, cheers. Still inside the station, waiting on the freedom train. Its inspector came to check on our tickets, if we had paid. Finally, my people shall be home amongst their relatives and peers. They could hardly wait to see the cities arise and slowly disappear into the distance. It was one train with many classes. The luxurious was, of course, the first. Then came the second-class, middle-class citizen. Then the economy. That is the worst. But not because of its occupants, but mainly their conditions Where they were packed like animals, sweating like the steam engines That was freedom's last call The destination was democracy Equality for all but a few The few being the masses in the last that were disposable to benefit the upper class. Tickets, tickets please. Amai did not pay. Do you think you're going to get a free ride on the freedom train? You can clearly see she is sick and in need of urgent assistance. Amai, I'm not a doctor. What I want from you is the ticket. So another passenger dies for she could not afford the medication for her ailments so she succumbed to her sores across the masses gathered was this hovering of pain another one of us departed from the freedom train mountains rolled and valleys passed the few that had the view were aboard this runaway train of passengers without a crew but the inspector they huddled praying justice would prevail but lived within these laws of physics so they were destined to be bailed a pregnant mother squirmed as her water broke in panic. Hope was her unborn daughter, but her birth was none but tragic. She only saw the light of day minutes before the crash sunk back into a darkness with radiance everlasting.
only these inspectors started checking on the drivers, there wouldn't be this ugly scene of checking on survivors. 18 April 1980 was the day we left the station aboard the Freedom Train, but still haven't reached our destination. Freedom. April 1980 was the day we left the station, but still... This is cliffcentral.com.